Welcome to day 311 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul here with Cindy and David as we work our way through the book of Ezekiel in our third season together of the podcast, uh, the story of the prophets, uh, the story of the prophets, perfect bridge between the Old Testament and New Testament because we see as Israel comes to the end of itself and its inability to be faithful you know, to a God who has been so extraordinarily faithful to them uh, that the prophets begin to Uh, Show us the hope of restoration that comes through the work of God in our hearts and in our lives uh, to restore us. So we've come to that section in Ezekiel, which is incredibly rich as he begins to describe the benefits of the new covenant. He's already told us, you know, in chapter 34 that he will be a shepherd who gathers his people and cares for his people. Here in chapter 36, he'll restore the mountains of Israel to their former glory and uh, then we'll get to the last half of this chapter where he will restore us and bring us and give us new life as well so these are some most uh, rich and beautiful sections you know of old testament prophecy some of the you know clearest explanation uh and envisionment of what it means to be restored by the work of the spirit you know through uh, the promise of the new covenant so we come to ezekiel chapter 36 today before we read as always Um, we realize that uh, we want to do more than uh, read a page or two of Scripture and then check off a box. Uh, We want to see God. We want to hear from God. We want to be transformed by His Spirit. So before we read, David, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Let's pray. Father, we do thank you so much for your word, and especially um, when your word points us and reminds us of the restoration uh, to come. It's a day we long for and a day we desperately want to see uh, within ourselves uh, and within all of creation. And so thank you for your promises. Thank you for your faithfulness to see uh, this incredible story through. Uh, we love you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ezekiel 36. The Son of Man prophesied to the mountains of Israel and say, Mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The enemy said of you, ha ha, the ancient heights have become our possession. Therefore prophesy and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because they ravaged and crushed you from every side so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations and the object of people's malicious talk and slander. Therefore, mountains of Israel, hear the word of the sovereign Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to the mountains and the hills and to the ravines and the valleys, to the desolate ruins, deserted towns that have been plundered and ridiculed by the rest of the nations around you. This is what the sovereign Lord says. In my burning zeal, I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, for with glee and with the malice of their hearts, they made my land their own possession so that they might plunder its pasture land. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel and say to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and the valleys, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I speak in my jealous wrath because you have suffered the scorn of the nations. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I swear with uplifted hand that the nations around you will also suffer scorn. But you, mountains of Israel, will produce branches and fruit for my people Israel, for they will soon come home. I'm concerned for you and will look on you with favor. You will be plowed and sown, and I will cause many people to live on you. Yes, all of Israel. The towns will be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of people and animals living on you, and they will be fruitful and become numerous. I will settle people on you as in the past, and will, and will make you prosper more than before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will cause people, my people Israel, to live on you. They will possess you. 
and you will be their inheritance. You will never again deprive them of their children. This is what the sovereign Lord says, because some say to you, you devour people and deprive your nation of its children. Therefore, you will no longer devour people or make your nation childless, declares the sovereign Lord. No longer will I make you hear the taunts of the nations, and no longer will you suffer the scorns of the people or cause your nation to fall, declares the sovereign Lord. You have a, you know, God uh, restoring, you know, not you know, just simply uh, uh, the people of Israel, but you have Him restoring the land of Israel. And of course, you uh, go all the way back, you know, to the creation account. How God cares deeply, mm-hmm. you know, not about only about His people, but the place that He has given them. And so we often talk about, you know, the kingdom of God as God ruling over His people and His place for His glory and for the benefit of the nations. And uh, so you see the restoration not only of the people, but you see the restoration of all creation as well, as God prophesies, you know, to the mountains. And you see the removal of shame. People have, you know, passed mm-hmm. by this place and they've laughed both at God uh, because he seems uh, not to be powerful enough to rescue his people, but at the people themselves because they have abandoned their God. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to read this passage. You know, I think I was kind of, probably most of my life I was kind of raised like, well, you get saved, you become a Christian, you try to get, you know, share the gospel, but the planet, who cares? You know, just, it's going to burn. Let's wait for the new one. And there's really no like creation care or I had so little understanding for the longest time that mm-hmm. God's heart, not just to redeem and restore people, but that you redeem and restore all things. And that includes creation. And so there's a, a, a great passage here just reminding us that the scope of restoration is, is probably bigger than we often think it is. No, much bigger. I mean, it, it, it begins, you know, with God's great care and making a place mm-hmm. for us to know Him and walk with Him and, and enjoy Him, you know, mm-hmm. forever. And, of course, the story ends with God providing a great place for us to know Him and to walk with Him, you know, and to enjoy Him, mm-hmm. you know, forever. And you see, you, you see the restoration. We've seen this in a couple of chapters. We've seen... You know, even when he talks about being a shepherd and how shepherd, mm-hmm. a true shepherd, you know, cares just for the dumb animals under its care, even though eventually mm-hmm. you may, you know, take one and, you know, and slaughter it and, you know, have a lamp light, you know, for dinner. Still, a compassionate shepherd cares for sheep. And here, God cares not only for sheep, he cares for the land. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's through the land you mm-hmm. know, that he allows his people to prosper. So all of this is part of you know mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. plan for the flourishing of his people because he deeply cares uh, for all of creation. Mm-hmm. I do love and appreciate just the, I don't know, the images of the creation in the garden because, you know, in the garden there was, the, there was flourishing and it uh, provided. And then at the time of the fall of man, that the curse that went, you know, that there would be the working and the toiling of the land. But then you see now that that this land would begin producing branches and fruit for the people. So I love the idea that of the restoration of just, um, yeah, just because of the result of sin where it is now that God will one day restore. You know, God's judgment is always, always seen and felt in the curse Mm -hmm. and God's blessing is always seen in the reversing of the curse. So you do have, you know, Leviticus 26, you know, kind of ringing in the back of your heads and the book of Deuteronomy as well. Because these are the things that God promises to his people, mm-hmm. you know, as they walk in obedience to him. Mm-hmm. And there's, 
kind of a picture, you know, you're not kind of a picture, but a very vivid picture of here when our relationship is right with God, our relationship mm-hmm. are right with each other, right. and our relationships are right mm-hmm. with all of creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, we care for dumb animals, we care for mountains mm-hmm. and hills, and we care for our irritating neighbor who cuts us off in traffic. Mm-hmm. Oh, did that happen recently? Down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it hadn't happened re- good, recently, but I just harbor bitterness. <laughs> no, the, the Bible provides us the, the answers that, you know, the mm-hmm. human heart is looking for, that in the sense of, you know, we feel that something's wrong with us, we... Mm-hmm can often look at humanity and make what is going on, but we can even look at the world and be like, there's something deeply broken here. And mm-hmm. it's in scripture that we find the answers and the hope inside the story of the scripture that yeah, things are broken, but things are being made, made new. And so it not just answers the questions, but also gives us mm-hmm. a hope that, that we can keep with us and, and carry with us um, throughout our days. Yeah. No, the beautiful picture. Heavenly Father, thank you. Uh, thank you that you have created a wonderful space and a wonderful place for us to know you and walk with you. We see, you know, not only the ravages of sin all around us, but we see uh, the beauty and the grandeur of your grace and how you've touched us and how you've given us so many good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do look forward to the ultimate reconciliation when. Uh, you know, you through Christ Jesus will reconcile all things to yourself. And uh, you will say of the entire world, behold, all things have been made new. But in this moment, we rejoice in the very fact that if any one of us finds ourselves in you, uh, the new creation has already began in us and the heart mm-hmm. for the rest of creation is being restored in us. You're a good and a gracious and a holy God. Amen. Amen.